What are we doing after this one? Let's do some shots. Welcome to the One More Rip Podcast. We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with some delicious benchmark bourbon is my dude, Brony the Tiger. What's up? They're great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, it took me back, man. Okay, 11 years old, Frosted Flakes. They're only yeah. good if you put sugar on top. Sugar More on top of Frosted Flakes? Yeah. yeah. Goodness. For real. Equals, you guys have never done that? Equals diabetes. All right, now I got to do a poll when this comes out. To oh, see. see if people put sugar on Frosted Flakes? Heck yeah. No, I, I remember I uh, eat Frosted Flakes anymore. doing some Frosted Flakes on Sunday, Saturday morning with all the cartoons, watch some Justice League. You know, honestly, I... I don't ever really like Frosted Flakes. I was like, uh, I was a weird kid. I liked uh, Life. Really? With bananas I like Apple Jacks. Yeah, I like Yeah, those too. are legit. Uh, peanut butter, Captain Crunch. Mm. All day, every day. Whole box. <laughs> Literally. I At a whole, sitting? Yeah, dude. It was a small box. <laughs> like the little bitty boxes? No, the fucking box, Mo. <laughs> you think I go... The Costco boxes? <laughs> that's like saying... That's like telling me I get one scoop of ice cream. Yeah. Like, whoever does that has got problems. If you do that, <laughs> why even eat it? I that's love cereal. I haven't had cereal. I do like cereal, though. Yeah, I, I haven't do had like milk. Cereal. I don't even know the last time I had milk. In your coffee every single day. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and that little giggle... And that little giggle is our good buddy, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he, he decided to grace us with we're his presence <laughs> for the next not, episode. Yeah, It's definitely not getting edited out. Get <laughs> school so, girl. Yeah. I tried to hold it back. So, so uh, yeah, uh, what May, uh, Meg says, I do snorts and giggles. Now that's a little chuckle from Eric. So <laughs> I did just as Mike, guys. He's, <laughs> Hashtag Eric chuckles. If you can say, see his face, it's red. For sure. It's about as red as that giggle. So, Jenna. Hi. You got some awesome people we need to talk about and give shout outs to. Party yep. base. Yeah. Do the sound effect. That wasn't me. Uh, the first one is Ryan Burgi 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 Bugatti. I really have no idea how to say your last name. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that makes up for it, though. Just know that we love you, Lavana. She's right here. Who just happens to be here with us? Yeah, chilling. You'll hear her in about five minutes. Yeah. Jerry Rashardi. Oh. <laughs> Jamie Metcalf. Oh Tim Carlton. People are going to start skipping through these. No, they're not. Ah. No, they're not. Don't kid yourself. Gareth Crowther. Woo. No, you got to do something from Australia. Like, give me something like, good eye, mate. Good eye, mate. <laughs> Brody. Put another strip on the bobby. <laughs> Michelle uh, Rowell. And Rick Terry. <laughs> yeah. Our favorite killer clown, Rick Terry. Jenna I bet he just loves it. It's fine. Jenna Anyways, Bruce Buffer. Thanks for all the patrons. We really appreciate it. And um, I don't know. Will they be getting their box? I, I think they should yeah. have their next box. By the time this comes out. By the time this comes out. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. Like a lot. And I just put them together today. Oh, you did? Yep. You take pictures of them? Nope. Okay. 
I didn't close Did the box. Did you already seal them up? Just in case. No. <laughs> so if your box looks like it was resealed, are they done? It's because Jenna didn't yeah, take pictures of the products. This one is already done. It we is? have product coming in for the next box already. Damn. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Look at, this, on look it. at the kit go. Well, you know, gotta stay ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to put like two things of different proteins or creatines or anything in there. So I'm trying to like mix them up so you're not, or, not getting like one five pound box of protein in another life. I mean, not that that's a bad thing. And like three grams of endurable. Especially don't send the five pound box out, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, I won't be doing that. Sorry, Gareth. Yeah, Jenna's finally got some color back in her face after donating all that blood to get that package to Gareth. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. But He's, he real. said he did like the check, though. He uh, posted uh, as soon as he got that uh, message. You, you, you don't like it, Eric? Uh, not so much. Wait, the trike? Did we yeah. send that to no, them? No. Being no, it was crap. Ascent Protein. Yes, ascent. Ascent. Okay, ascent my protein. bad. Yeah, he liked the Ascent. But we did we did post about trike already. They sent us a really cool little card that they like, Oh, yeah, that was super cool. Like podcast Like a little iPod, on. yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to let you know that Lavana only signed up for the next box because of Chike. Like, literally. <laughs> she, you have a Chike problem, Lavana? Really? Oh, we thought you we were special. Oh. I'm just yeah, kidding. I did look at their Instagram. Well, you are special. Yeah. So, oh. we are still taking Patron orders. Yes, we are. Yeah. It's growing. How many How many of the uh, swipe boxes we have now? Is it five? Five. It's five swipe boxes. That's pretty sweet. We didn't think we would even do one. Yep. Yeah, we, we so you proved us wrong. Honestly, they're, they're super <laughs> worth it though. Like I mean, we're not just putting in uh what uh fingernail junk. files. Yeah. yeah. Put it this way, if you get something you don't want, just send it to me, I'll use it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah Especially yeah. with the with what's coming in this next box. Yeah. Yeah. If There's if whatever's in that little box you don't like, send it back to me, I'll use it. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah, I that was a weird look. Yeah, Jenna did a pretty sweet job on that one. I was excited when she uh Hooked up that one. You guys will see what we're talking about here shortly. Literally, see. See, yeah. Huh. Oh, doing some cluing there. <laughs> All right. So today's episode. Look <laughs> at Giggles over here. <laughs> giggles the clown. We got snorts and giggles. I guess we need to try to hold back a laugh. We'll do a um we'll, we'll do a super scaled comp and that's that'll be our team name, Snorts and Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week's episode, I think I had a moment of clarity like while I was drinking some coffee or something. And bros said this before, and I think we've mentioned it in multiple episodes, uh, like the, it's only five pounds. And I think the stop giving up on yourself, but, uh, this week's episode is work on what you suck at. Okay. And that concludes this week's episode. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, get it done. <laughs> and, yeah. and if you don't understand what to do, go back to episode, I think 67, why I suck at CrossFit. Why I suck at CrossFit. Yeah. That it, one? It's, it's full circle. It all correlates. So work on what you suck at. Pretty um, simple though. It's pretty simple. Um, but all, it's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Because well, one, you, you kind of have to be introspective about it. Some people, and then we also talked about this in the cherry picking episode. You know, some people purposely avoid working on what they suck at by choosing not to do those workouts that contain movements or things that they suck at. Well, shit, Mo, they don't even show up to the gym. That's how much they don't want to work at. <laughs> they don't want to see their friends. They just said, I'm out. Yeah. You, you are so not looking forward to that particular movement that you don't even want to spend an hour with your people. Right. Like, <laughs> you come in, you can, you can say at least like, oh, I'm just going to do some mobility day yeah. or I'm really sore. I'm doing an active recovery day. But what happens, man, you ain't worked out in a week. How are you sore? Like, 
Well, I was, uh, you know, I was, I was doing some foam rolling at home and, you know, kind of injured myself. So work on what you suck at. I mean, just like it implies, just like the name says, working on those things that you're not good at. Um, so where does it all start? Starts with you, Mo. With you. You. All of us. Not me, but you. It's, it's not but, me, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it starts with you, man. Uh, working what you suck at. Like, if Mo gets better, it does not help me. Correct. Right? So if he's working on what he sucks at, what usually will spike this is you're in class. Someone that used to not be as good at something as, as you. As me, yeah. And it's maybe your worst movement. And then they keep working at it and they get it. And the next time you have it, they blow past you mm-hmm. in that movement. And, and you're like, up. what the hell happened? The hell's going on here? And like, you can only be mad at yourself at that point. Mm-hmm. Or you can make some shit up. Like, oh, I pulled a hammy or... I'm wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah. Maybe. I didn't have my water today or... Uh, I'm trying to think of all excuses the, I'd make. The music was bad. Yeah. Music was horrible. <laughs> it totally... Does, that does make a difference. <laughs> no, it does start with you. And I think we're going to cover uh, some... We'll cover pitfalls. We'll cover some things you can do to try to get back on track. Um, and I think the very first comment on there nails it in the head. Yeah. So starting with you, what, what are some things you can do? Well, obviously you, you know what you don't do well. Right. I mean, let's just be completely honest as I sit here and shrug my shoulders. Like I know what I'm not good at. And so do you guys listening. So what, what, let's get it this way. What do you, what are you not good at Jenna? What's your least favorite thing to do that you suck the most at that you spend the least time doing? Mm, I don't know. It was handstand walk, but I've been working on those. And I've gotten a lot better. But that was one for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. Thrusters, bar muscle ups. I fucking hate bar muscle ups now. That's good. Um, <laughs> Hands- I don't know. Handstand walks. I don't me. ever feel like I'm like good at anything because I feel like there's always like something to get better at. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, like, but I don't ever feel like we're I'm talking good. about something that you know that I don't like to work on. No, you're in a, you're in a workout. It's a triplet, and one one of the three elements you just suck at. Handstand, like today, it was. Dumbbell push press, dumbbell box overs, 20-foot handstand walk, right? Triplet, short AMRAP, and when she sucked at handstand walks, what would you do? Get pissed off. Get pissed off every single time. So every time there's handstand walks, she crushes the first two elements, and then everybody passes her, and I'm like, yeah, what's up? How's, those, <laughs> how's that work going on those handstand walks? Bruce. <laughs> and um, I'll be like, hey, what was your score <laughs> after that? But that's just me to add some fuel to her fire, mm-hmm. like, because uh, she was exposed a long time ago. She put it on the back burner for a long and time. If I remember correctly, it was the open. Yep. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I forget. It was like heavy deadlifts and what was the other part? <laughs> heavy deadlifts and uh, handstand pushups. Oh. And you, I think, and then you got there. Yeah. I couldn't even like throw my body five feet. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I had, I don't, was it like five minutes or something? An ungodly amount like of time a, to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't even get through the first part. So that really sucked because I could have had a good score. For- it was a heavy deadlift. It was like, it was at 225, 160 and you did some elements and then it was uh 315, 275 or something like that. And then the, you had to go handstand walk in between each of the sets or something like that. And she couldn't even get to the second set. Yeah. Because of the handstand walk. Yep. Now, just kind of just asking you to tap into this particular situation. So, I mean, handstand walk, it wasn't something that you knew you weren't good at. Yeah, I did. So when I first, I mean, I really did. I, I just told somebody this today because she was like, I'm scared of falling or whatever. And I said, I remember when I first started, I mean, this was so long ago to go upside down. And Jared and Justin like threw me down and they're like, now you won't be scared to fall. <laughs> 
And I was like, <laughs> like, like big brothers would do. I was like, cool. that's my nephews, by the way. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you scared of water? Here, try this. I was like, cool. <laughs> they literally like threw me down, and I was like, okay. And I mean, I wasn't really scared to fall anymore, but I did. I kept falling over and over again. I just was. I wasn't really doing it right for a long time. Like I kind of kept practicing, and then. I just would get frustrated and just like everybody else does and then they don't want to work on it anymore. But mm. like we would compete and stuff and like it would be like, thank God I didn't have to do it so somebody else could do it. But we were at the Arnold and like I sat out the entire workout like I didn't do an entire workout while everybody else handstand walked. Yeah, and this was finals. I mean, it didn't really bother me to be honest because I was like, whatever, but it is a little bit embarrassing when you can't do it. But and I don't know. We're, then, we're a local comp. And it, recently, so June or July, and you had to go once again. You had to do it this time. Oh, yeah. It was I like mean, follow the leader. And she yeah. actually had been working on them, but it was the first time she had done that. She had done them in a, an event where she had to do them. Like it was, you do like you, man, or, or it required work. It was required work for her. It was yeah. like follow the leader. So, and I still didn't like do that great. I could no. still move my hands a little bit, but I, it, I like didn't do that as well as I should have. But um, Brody and I spent like, I don't know, like 15 minutes or something one day just like working on them. And then I started to like feel more confident upside down in getting them. And then, I mean, now when we have them, I like want to work on them because I'm getting better. Like you get more confident, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think it's like when you're not seeing progress and you're like... The frustration. Yeah, you're like, fuck this. I'm not going to keep getting whipped 800 times by double unders. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. you're just tired of it. Like... But, um, yeah, but why, why weren't you seeing progress? Cause I wasn't doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. But she would do it, but she, we're going to talk about this later, but you can do it, but you, you tend to give up too easy. Right. And that's exactly where she was. She did it with muscle ups then she did it with the handstand walks. But then today was 20 foot and she usually were, that's like, I don't care what else is sandwiched in there. If there's handstand walks, I'm beating Jenna. Not today. Cause she actually had them. So I can't really she talk. worked on it. Can't talk shit, which sucks. I got to make them longer. I think is what I'm going to do. <laughs> if we make or it weighted. Yeah. If we make it like uh 20 foot unbroken or 50 foot total. I think I can still get her. But now what, why do you feel that you kind of kept pushing that, that particular skill off into a corner? Cause I sucked at it. And well, so honestly, it, when you do fall, it hurts kind of, you know, and it doesn't really feel good. So, so was but, it fear or frustration? Uh, more frustration. And it's annoying when you see like everyone else moving around you, mm-hmm. especially like newer people, like freaking Ryan will go up and down like nothing. And I'm like, <laughs> is he like a circus clown? Just yeah. like, walk- I mean, a lot of people are that way. They're actually, <laughs> you you're either are good at that kind of stuff. Like, I, I mean, I'm not saying or discrediting his hard work because uh-huh. he does work really hard, but. I'm just saying like a lot of, some people just get that stuff faster. And I feel like almost every thing in CrossFit, I've really had to like work Work hard hard for. I mean, I've kind of been stronger, but I haven't, like, I've really had to work for that or like work for different There's never been like one thing that you walked up as like, oh, I can do this. Like guys will come in here and like that guy that came in and just did a muscle up or like. The Russian guy? Yeah. Like. Yeah, but he was like speds nuts. (laughs) Russian special forces. (laughs) There is nothing more annoying than someone. Oh, I can do pull-ups without the back for back full of bricks. Okay. (laughs) I can do one arm bar muscles. (laughs) You know, I think what really fueled her, I was doing handstand walks one time and I paused in the middle of it. I was in the middle of my handstand walk and I paused and I was holding it and I flipped her off. (laughs) 
and then I continued walking. That I didn't happen, but that would be something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's try. like stopped and like I'll make a good run with it, and then he'll just like stop right in front of me. So. Or like move his foot in front of me, so like he's trying to. <laughs> like you try to kick her while she's walking. No, I'm trying to give her some pressure, like uh. like you know. Yeah, <laughs> classic. <laughs> but it's fine. What do you suck at, Mo? Handstand walks. It, for for me, it's a it's a thing of being uncomfortable because I've never done anything where I've been upside down. So for me to get comfortable getting upside down, it's it's been like a constant struggle. So you know. I'm getting to the point where I can get upside down. But as far as the moving part, like that's like the next piece of the skill that I'm working on. Cause it's, I don't, like I said, I don't think I'm, I'm not scared of it. It's just, I'm not used to, I don't understand what I'm supposed to feel while I'm upside down. I know someone that can help you. Who, Jenna? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, she'll call where you're at. She'll be like, oh, Mo, it's, it's okay, okay, Mo. I waited yeah. 14 years to have, get my first hand Have some more Tim yeah, Tams, it's Mo. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> They only come once every two weeks. You don't have to worry about them. You'll take that as your rest day. They only come in the open. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep doing team competitions where it's not required. If you put your legs really far apart, <laughs> right. you'll get them. <laughs> I've never, I haven't tried that tactic yet. Yeah. That would, yeah. 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 It's funny. I, I was practicing the other day in my backyard and the horses don't like it for some reason. Grass is hard. I try. I literally worked out in my backyard the other day and I tried to do handstand walks in the grass and that's eight to Thousand times harder. Yeah. You worked out in your backyard. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Whenever I ha- whenever I lift something over my head, like a thruster or a snatch, and Eric, you probably seen this too. Or when I'm trying to work on my handstand work, the horses just they get pissed for some reason. Like they'll come up to the fence and they'll look at me, and then as soon as like uh, if I do a snatch and I go to stand up, as soon as I stand up, they're like, Bruh! they're like start stomping and everything. <laughs> like you know, hey asshole, you know, slow down, slow down. You know, it's just really I don't know if it's something about just the sheer total height that I create when I extend my arms over my head or they just don't like snatches. I don't know. Try flipping a tire towards them. But they don't like, like it. I have not done that. Man, like, I'm afraid the fence may not hold up at a certain point flipping towards them. Now away from them, they could care less, but when you're coming the towards, tire them? towards them. Uh, yeah, if, uh, if a rhino is running at me, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. And if it's running away from me, I'm going to film it. You <laughs> 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 know what I mean? It was like the Fair. lady that was taunting the lion and the the and the lion went lion? No, it didn't. It just sat there. It was like... It should have ate her. It's like, wait. It was like, is this a setup? <laughs> yeah. Are you on vines? Yeah. <laughs> about you, Eric? What's something that challenges you? That you... Oh, man, that list is long. Uh, double unders. There's no consistency. I hate them, and I will skip workouts unless I'm allowed <laughs> to be single under. Don't say that in front of bro. Oh, I thought this was a safe place. <laughs> So as one of our original listeners, he thought this podcast <laughs> was, was safe. safe. <laughs> he really, he's Boy, like, is he wrong. He's like, Jenny, he really doesn't listen to me. <laughs> I mean, I talk to you guys every week. You just don't hear me. So it's pretty safe where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, bro? What's, what's something that you... I, overhead squat for sure. Really? Yeah. It's definitely always been my weakness. And uh, Is it a mobility thing or... Yeah, a lot of times it is. Uh, shoulder stuff. Um, it just comes down to me not putting the time in to um, get into that good stable position overhead. So it's always been my Hmm. biggest weakness. Yeah. So I never would have thought that. Yep. It's my kryptonite. Oh, interesting. I'll have to pay more attention next time I see you do overhead squats. You'll never see me do them. (laughs) (laughs) No. Now, bro, you had one good idea to help try and overcome. Just one? 
Yeah, well, I mean, you have one of many good ideas. Thank you. When it, when it comes to this, but I think this is something that you said you heard Emmett Smith talk about a long time ago. And we talked about one of our earlier podcasts. You said writing these things down. Yep. Because once you write them down, I think you said now they become. Yeah. When you, when you write it, when you write it down on the piece of paper, it now becomes a goal. Yeah. Versus just a thought yeah. or an idea. It's tangible. Okay. Now that you've physically written it on a piece of paper. Now that's kind of taking a, an extra step towards commitment for most. Okay. You can, for most, you, yeah, can, that's, still, that's you can still crumble it up and throw it away. Like, oh, or burn it. That was a great idea. I'm throwing this that, shit away. Yeah, that was a great idea and really stupid. Yep. So, yep. No, yeah, I think that's the first thing. Um, so writing it down on paper, kind of giving yourself an unbiased layout of why you suck, of what you suck at and why you suck at it. Well, I think the key word is unbiased. Uh, so when I do programming, I can't, and I won't, I could program everything I'm good at and what I like to do, right? And mm -hmm. that would be, I could do it, right? But I do an unbiased programming, meaning uh, I really take my emotions completely out of programming for the entire gym. I don't even think about that. I think it's very, maybe how he looks at numbers. It's very like, this is it. This is the data. This is what we suck at. This is what we're good at. This is how I want to put it all together. And that's how my program is laid out. So if we suck at something, it's on paper that we suck at it. I don't make things up. It's just, it's staring at you in the face with well, all the data. I yeah. can't wait to write it down, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can't, it's the first thing I put on paper. You know, it's like, what do we suck at? Boom. I write off a list of what we suck at as a gym. And that is totality. Like how can I impact the most people with this movement? Okay. On a regular basis. Um, and then how can I get, use this movement where people are good at and make them better at it, right? Okay. So if I did, most people suck at handstand walks, but I only made it a freaking, I never went more than 10 feet on a handstand you, you walk. You haven't tested I haven't them. tested yeah. the best. Like a 10 foot handstand walk for people, handstand walk, it's not even a it's test. It's not a big deal, yeah. It's a joke, right? You might as well just, I don't know, do some hopscotch shit. I don't <laughs> know, like, or so, let's do jumpy jacks. You know mm. what I mean? It's just, it's not even a test, a 10 foot. So I have to do it to where I can incorporate the test for the fittest and also give progression to people who suck at it. So along with being unbiased about that, you also wrote down why you suck at it. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes do athletes not understand why they suck at something other than they just suck? They understand it. They know this. I know I suck at handstand It's walks. not reality until they write it down. Okay. It's just in their head. Think of how many thoughts we have in our head. Actually, I just think I, I read something today. We talked, we say, it's like 300 to 1,000 words in our head in an hour, something stupid like that. It's, it was, there's some Navy SEAL stuff. And, um, so we, we talk to ourselves all the time inside our head. It's been documented, like our thoughts. So think how many thoughts you have and but how many thoughts do you write that, down? That you actually write down. Yeah. How do you write, how many do you write down? So I suck over at squat. I mm -hmm. lack mobility in my left shoulder is in, unstable in that position. I can snatch, but I can't overhead squat very well. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't invest the time into it. So until I write that down, like, Hey bitch, you suck at this cause you're unstable. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to do. It's pretty, I have every tool I need to improve on, to that. improve on it. And I'm not doing it. You were going to say something, Eric. I, I think again, because of your knowledge makes you kind of an exception and maybe I misunderstood Bo, but like, I don't know why I suck at things sometimes, meaning writing down, I suck at overhead squats. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know why I suck at overhead squats. That's not true. Why do you suck at double unders? Uh, honestly, I jump too high. I mean, I'm trying to jump off the ground and 
I'm coming down in the middle of the jump, or again, the rope's been too long. And these are all things that have been told to me. On, on my own, I, I sucked, and I couldn't figure out why I sucked, so I just didn't do them. So don't you think not doing them is why you suck at them? Well, yeah, but if I, okay, so like a, a lift specific, like let's say I'm not waiting for it to hit my hip, I'm pulling too early. If I don't know that, I just think I suck at the, the but, lift. I mean, yeah, when but, I got here, I was like that. But you still complete the lift? Inappropriately and sucking still, yes. Okay, but you can't do a double under. Oh, I didn't complete the, I got it. So, so he can complete the lift. He can still muscle through it. He can still do it. Just he not, he, sep- he's just not sexy. He doesn't, he doesn't separate, he doesn't spend enough time on the double unders. When we do double unders, very rarely we do them at a fresh state. It's in the middle in of a fatigue work. state. It's in yeah. a fatigue state or it's a high volume. Okay. So maybe he can do double unders, but like uh, Tuesday we had 150. It was uh, 50 cal row, 150 dubs, 75 wall balls, 20 minute AMRAP. Maybe he can do them, but 150 is not easy for anybody. So mm-hmm. if even we chop it down, right? He's, he still just rode 50 calories. How many times has he went in here? Rode 50 cows and then and worked then, on his double unders. Or how many times has he come in here and even taken five minutes? I'm going to get to, I'm going to do as many double unders, double unders as I can in five minutes. Or I want to do, like I just told um, Danielle, I was like, you know, she's been struggling with the double unders. I said, how often do you practice them? She's like, I don't unless we're in a workout. I was like, mm-hmm. we'll come in before the class and then wait until after the class, try to do 20, no matter how long it takes, do 20 double unders, even if it's only one at a time. It, worst case is five minutes for 20 double unders, right? Mm-hmm. Say, so do it, do just that. Get, get them done. Yeah. Do it every day of the week. She come in. And she actually did them after class today and she got five connected for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, here it is. Here's your opportunity to practice. So he doesn't spend enough time, but he can still complete the lift. Okay. He's just going to be limited on how much he can lift to where as a double wonder, he cannot string X amount together because he doesn't practice enough. Okay. So he knows that he doesn't practice. He isn't practicing because he don't like double wonders. So I did all 150 just. Just sort of throw that out there. I did all 150 <laughs> on that workout. Yeah, man. So then how do you suck at double unders? Because it can took do me like 19 minutes. Not literally, yeah. but the entire bulk of the workout was on double unders. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you give Levana the special line for wall balls? Yeah, it's, it's nine foot. <laughs> she used it. Uh, another, just like, just like, the, the, just like yeah. the entire line on the wall that's painted. At the other gym, they gave her a special line too, is wherever you want to throw the ball. She... <laughs> 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 Um, now if you're, so like Eric, like he was talking about, you know, he can complete that lift, but it's not efficient mm-hmm. versus the double unders not being able to do them. So obviously with this, where like maybe your coach comes in to assist and maybe provide an assessment of what to work on in terms of skill sets. Right. So right now, why you suck at them? And I think the next thing on the list is... But, but like, if I don't know why, I, I can't do double orders. I suck at them. No, on the list, I think it says, why do I suck at them? And then the next thing is, can, can you, you fix, fix it on your own? Right. So that's practice, that's or a, do you need a coach to help? Right, that's the next question. Like, okay, so why do I suck at them? If he don't know, mm. do I need a coach? And then, yes, this is the point where you'll come in and say, hey, I don't know why I suck at this movement. Can you please help me? Can you watch this? That's why I get it all the time. Can you watch this lift, make sure I'm doing it right? Well, they're doing it right, but we can improve, right? So clean some things up. Absolutely. We know the smallest things are equate to the biggest weight and that's just the reality of the situation. So can you help me? So yeah, seek out a coach. If you don't know really what you, you suck at and say you don't have a coach, say you're listening, you, uh, you're at home, maybe you do comp train or you do, um, uh, what's that one, Sebastian street, street, park- street parking, parking. Yeah. and, um, 
and you don't have a coach, video yourself and then watch the video. A lot of people don't utilize that. They don't video themselves um, unless it, they're doing something they know, that they know they can do so they can throw it they on, can Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the only time you're going to video yourself. Why not video yourself at something you're horrible at? As Eric hides his face. Right. I mean, I'm saying, you know, why not do something that you suck at and film To help it? develop. Yeah, it's stupid. You just, un- unfortunately, today's, today's society is all about, let me put my best of the best out there and never show my any best fail. Self, yeah. And then you get the random, I always, I, I only post what I'm good at usually, so I want to post what I suck at. Well, I, yeah, I get it. It's like you're trying to make up for all the... The posts you made about, for the ninety nine other yeah like know, sexy posts post what, or record what you suck at look at it with unbiased and don't get pissed and don't get upset no one else is seeing this it's you and then see see if you can figure it out if you can't show it to your coach hey I took this video of me the other day I really can't figure out why I'm missing this lift can you please try to help me out dude I can put in slow mo and I can definitely help you you mm. know what I mean or with the double unders that'd be a great one I tell you one that really does work for double unders so when I watch people that are constantly tripping. They have the speed, they have the, the timing and they're, they're tripping, right? So I step back, I'll face them eye to eye and I'll step back probably about 10 feet. And now you look for over top of the head, you look for the arc or the rope. Mm. It should be a perfect arc over top of their head and it should have legitimate clearance. It doesn't have to have 14 feet of clearance, <laughs> right? Cause then the rope doesn't have to be drive. scraping the ceiling. Right. Yeah. But we also need something that's beyond like three inches. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because three inches, that the variable of fatigue, when we go out a half inch, mm-hmm. now three inches dramatically reduced. Yeah. If your toes are pointed down at all, it's going to clip. Right. So I look for this perfect arc. Okay. And we can, I can see through this perfect arc. Okay. If one hand is, if the wrist is flipping mm-hmm. in, cause you can see the rope literally cape into the, the side, of side the head. Yeah. yeah. And the other side, the rope is perfectly arced. So then we start talking that's then I go down and I look at that wrist. Yeah, the wrist is coming in front of the hip and they're flip it down and in. We got to pull that motherfucker back. Okay, okay. Yeah, and make it equal to the other side because the other side's good. We just got to mirror that and then we can that's how I fix people on the double wonders. Another thing that you have written here is are are you taking the time uh to improve on this? Right. So we just use me as an example. I know what's wrong. I know what my, like today was the first time I've overhead squatted in a while and I backed my weight down mm. and um, I actually spent the last two days mobilizing a little bit, which is kind of, it's weird how you can do something when you, do, <laughs> when you put your mind to it. <laughs> yeah. It was in me all along, man. Um, yeah. So spending time, right? I think the hardest part for people is that time factor. We get this with a lot of people with they, when they get, um, they come in, they could be new, or let's say they come from, a, let's use someone from another gym. They already have a precedent set of, they know how to move somewhat, not all the time, but they know how to move. They can get it done. Right. But their, their numbers are so low, like their squats, their, all their, all their lifts are so low because they've never been on a dedicated strength program. Well, once they start getting, and they come in, say they go through two, three cycles. I just talked to someone I was doing nutrition with the other day. And, um, you know, their, their squat is like 30 some pounds above what they've ever squatted. Right. And that, mm-hmm. and before they even came here, they couldn't even squat at the previous gym because they always had patella tendonitis because they're quad dominant. And then we fixed that. And we, I told them how to clean that up, you know, got to hammer the quad, the, uh, uh, rectus femoris muscle, um, on the quad is definitely always tied to that. So taking the time, right. To take care of your body is huge, but 
it's when you start getting these gains, you start growing these new muscle fibers and getting new tissue because you're growing, right? So muscle fibers muscle grow. Muscle adaptations. Yeah. yeah. They're short, stiff muscle fibers. So what happens is you have mobility, but now you lose your flexibility because your muscles aren't elastic and they're not stretching because it's new muscle fiber. <laughs> what was that? Jenna kicking the mic stand. Oh, so they're not, they're not stretching. So now when I go to use them and I put tension on them, that's when we start getting these nagging injuries. Uh, glute especially. Mm. I mean, we do a lot of squatting, deadlifting in here. When the glutes are growing and getting stronger, now when you go to external rotation, the muscle's either going to rip off the bone <laughs> which or- is not, Which I'm is not a, good. Or I'm at a point of injury of lower back, right? Mm. Everybody complains about their lower back. It's always a, usually a glute. Glute med is going to be the lower back type issue. And uh, so now that they have these mu new muscle fibers, they got to spend so much time now to mm. get that flexibility that they had back because they- didn't have the glute strength. Like it was pliable. Okay. But they were weak. So I think that's the hardest part is taking the time to invest into your body when it's adapting to these new loads. And that's can be very, it's time consuming and frustrating. Mm -hmm. So Jenna, going back to you, you're talking, we're talking about using, taking the time you knew handstand walks weren't something that you were proficient at. Mm -hmm. um, what did, what caused you to start devoting more time to improving that skill? And same thing with you, Eric, with the double unders, like what, what was the turning point? Because we all have plenty of time, you know, cause you don't have to be at the gym to practice your double unders, but at what point, what was it that caused you to start saying, okay, well, I need to commit time to improve on X. You want me to go first? I mean, yeah, yes, you first. I, got, I would get frustrated, but I think I started to gain confidence and that's like, I mean, when you think about like when you get your first pull up or something like you're, you want more, you always want more, like. I feel like that's kind of how CrossFit is a little bit, but um, we were doing, I think it was like Validus online qualifier or something like that. And um, redo, yeah. And like I started to actually like move and it, it sucked and I fell a lot, but um, I just like started to get better. And so then I kind of started to look forward to like working on them so that I could try to get even better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know, it just it turned from like something that I really hated to something that I like wanted to get better because I started to get more confident in myself and like, okay, I won't fall and I'm making progress. So you gained confidence and you started to actualize gains, which made you want to work more yeah. towards becoming more proficient. I mean, you don't want to work on something if you already know you're going to fail. <laughs> like, or True. If, if it sucks, you know, you don't, I don't it, it just, I don't think people like really work that way instinctively. Mm -hmm. Like something has to push you sometimes whether that somebody else I'm feeling like accountable to them or I don't know that just helped me I guess I think that was like when I really started to feel like I could I was getting better at them mm -hmm. pretty much the same thing uh when you first get two or three and then four and they're not doing singles because beforehand I didn't know that you had to do doubles I thought doubles were or singles or double the singles. It was something for those other people yeah no like like <laughs> scaled mint just do twice as many single unders it's weird because like 10 double unders is like a victory and then 20. And then the problem with, for me specifically is I have them one day and I don't have them for like four weeks. Mm. Granted, I didn't try them for four weeks. So I think I'm mm. really pointing out what Brody was saying. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there was a reason to, to get better. Just started happening and doing more and more consistently getting more double unders. Well, go ahead. 
I think sometimes when you like don't do it for a while though, you kind of forget what it feels like. Like I did that with ring muscle ups too. Like I had them, then I didn't have them, but it was because I didn't work on them. And then I kind of like forgot what it felt like. So Yeah, I think a common thing I hear is like, I hear people bitch complain saying if it wasn't for X, I would have crushed this workout. Like, well, you can fix that. Like, it's so stupid. If how it wasn't for those pull-ups and thrusters, I would have destroyed brand. <laughs> right. And that's, and think about how, how stupid is that? <laughs> We're so dumb as individuals. Like we, we have this mindset of like, oh, if it wasn't for this, I'd be the yeah. richest person in the world or all oh, they stole if my I didn't idea. Have to study, right. I would have passed that math test. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, but man, I had this idea. I had the same idea 15 years ago, but you don't do anything with it. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? How many times that happened in life? If Mo didn't reach out and send this text we wouldn't be talking about this shit right now, which is mind blowing to me, right? <laughs> Seriously, think about that. If he yeah. did not send a text, we would not be doing this podcast right now. I just remember it was like two o'clock on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> the sun was out. <laughs> I was upstairs in the haloft, sweating my balls off. Oh my I, I just got done eating my second lunch. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting up there in my underwear, just licking at my feet. <laughs> Wait for um, Mo to text me. N- now, one thing you have that's a pretty interesting question is, do you have the patience to grow? Yeah. Shit. That's the hardest thing. Anybody I've ever worked with, man, like they want it now. Like, it's so, yeah. It's so stupid. You know why they want it now? It's because they can do everything else. Mm. Well, I can do everything else. I can RX everything. I can, I should be able way. to do this too. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Well, guess what? You can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a problem, right? So it's really what you want to do about this. And uh, as a coach, it can be frustrating. I, I don't like, like if you talk about it and you want it, just shut the fuck up about and stop talking and, about it and invest. Let's in do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, okay, here's your problem. Okay. Here's how you fix it. I just gave it to you. Okay. This is what we need to work on. Here's your steps. Don't bitch about it anymore. Like it's laid out for you. It's like, do you open the wrapper for Willy Wonka's chocolate or do you, <laughs> do you not? need the Reese's cup? You know, I'm, but you, I'm serious. Like, do you want the golden ticket or not? Yeah. Every kid was opening the wrapper cause they want the golden ticket, but this is laid out for you in, told exactly how to get to where you want. Because there's no secrets. Like there's plenty of people that have done yes, everything you yeah. want to learn how to do has been done before. Yeah. And more than likely by someone in your gym. Could, yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has different issues, mm-hmm. right? Could be mobility, flexibility, strength, um, dedication, whatever time. And there's a lot that goes into that. But yeah, when it's, when it's spelled out for you and this is how it's accomplished and everything's laid out in front of you, you have no more room to bitch. This is now your fault. Yeah. It's, it now, it's, it's part of the process being patient, working on those things to develop those skill sets to become more proficient. And people aren't patient. They want it now because they can do everything else. They can do everything but one element. And like, and like also Jenna says, you know, when you see the Insta famous stuff, like you see all these people doing these things like, Oh, I want to be able to do that. You know, I want to drive in a, in a Ford Festiva. With 20 inch dubs on it, you know? What even is, is that? that? Is that is just that a me? Real car? It's going to be. Really? I don't know. I'm not a car person. If it gets me from A to B. Okay, let's just, uh, let's just forget Is that really that a real car, though? <laughs> I need to know. It's one of the most epic Ford cars ever made. Festiva? Yeah. Look it up. Okay. Google that bad boy. You should buy one. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, so yeah, yeah, be, having patience. You got to have it because when you can't do something, guess what you're going to do? You're either going to. Just keep sucking at it or you're going to work you're gonna, at it. You're going to fail. Yeah. Right. So if you, if you fail at something, how much patience do you have to keep going? Like literally. And that's where honestly it, people hit the wall. Like, okay, the open's coming up. I mean, this is literally like three weeks after the open. Yeah. We got uh, almost, uh, yeah, a week, seven days. Yeah. So you got seven days. 
So you got, you got someone, they just finished the open and they're like, that's it. Next year I'm crushing the division, blah, blah, blah. They have all these hopes and aspirations and dreams and they write down there what they suck at. And then the thing is they start working 48 weeks later. <laughs> right. <laughs> they've not crossed a damn thing off because they've lost patience and putting in the time. Some of these things are hard. No. Okay. You have an athlete that can do things. I don't even care if you can do everything. Let's say even if a GPP person, they still have things they suck at, right? Absolutely. So maybe they have banded pull-ups. Well, you got 50 of them, but you can only do single because you haven't learned how to connect them, right? Mm-hmm. So you haven't learned how to kip and control your body mm-hmm. in the bottom in of the space, kip. Yeah. So when you're 50 and you're doing singles every time, you're doing kip, swing, swing, kip, swing, swing, kip, swing, swing. You know, That's it, a long day. Yeah. You know how long 50 takes? Yeah. yeah the not, whole to mention, not to mention your grip strength is just going to get sapped. Right. Time under tension. So now you got people, what you want to work out is connecting them. Well, do you want to take the time and put the pa- have the patience to work on and all the failed attempts of this, your feet flying so far underneath the rings and the band's pulling you away, you're losing your midline, losing the hollow position and staying out of sync? You know, do you want to spend the time in? Because if you do, now you're going to connect these. And then when you start connecting those, you tighten up your kip, you're going to drop bands. Yeah. It's just that simple. And this goes to your next point, uh, people giving up too easily. Yeah, I, Jenna's the prototypical on this one. She's in this room and... And it's just the thing, like, it's very easy for her to give up on something. We had two elements that she couldn't do, muscle-ups, ring muscle-ups, and handstand walk. Name anything else in CrossFit, weight, load, movement, she dominates, Yeah, right? And so as a a competitive athlete, that's pretty tough, right? It's really tough for her to suck at something because her, her, her failure is a shorter fuse than most. If you start at CrossFit and you can't do anything, you, your expectations are I suck zero. at everything, so uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not gonna waste, I'm not going to waste too much time crying yeah. about it. <laughs> right. So you add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. But when you're an athlete or a competitive athlete, yeah. your fuse of like expl- your, mental your, your level of acceptance for, not, for failure is a lot less shorter. And you know why? Because their peers are doing it. Mm-hmm. People around them are doing the same thing that they can't do, mm-hmm. and it's frustrating. But they often forget also they're doing things that their peers can't do which is pretty crazy, right? So they're so wrapped up in what they can't do and others can do, they forget that they can do what others can't do. Yeah, and that was, I was just gonna make the comment, sometimes people forget like where they came from and the successes that they've had leading up to that point that you've got 80% of the skills, you know, that you're proficient at and it's just those 20%. And now you're so pissed off about that 20% that you're not even thinking about all these other things that you can do that other athletes can't do as well as you. Did Matt Frazier win every event in the CrossFit Nope, games? and he was pissed off about it. But you know what? Did he win? Yep. Boom. So you don't have to be great at everything. You just have to be able to do everything. You just have to not suck at yeah, one you, thing. You can suck at one thing. He's a notoriously <laughs> well, bad well, runner, notoriously bad in the water, and he, he brings it up to where he doesn't finish 30, last, 33rd. Yeah. You know, he finishes in the top 15. So that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. That's sucking to him. Right? Yeah, and yeah, for him, yeah, he's, he's still sucking. finishing the top 50%. And for him, he's like, oh, that was horrible. But for him, that's what he needs to do. So you just have to be good enough at what you suck at to not finish at the bottom. To not fail. Yeah. Yep. Um, convincing yourself that you don't suck at something. Right. That's, uh, yeah, Eric's over there shaking his head. Yeah. Tell, me about, tell head? me about it, dude. Just let uh, go, man. <laughs> I think if you're mentally negative towards yourself, you suck at everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have trouble letting, well, Jenna, I hate to call you out, but you're as bad as I am that Jenna is an actual athlete. I just do CrossFit. 
Mm -hmm. I think I suck at everything. She thinks she sucks at everything. She clearly doesn't suck at everything. <laughs> and there's an argument that I suck at most things, <laughs> which I'm okay with. I, you know, I'm, I'm aggressively average. I'm okay with that. You're a good mall walker. I, dude, I can mall walk with the best of them. Back and all, you're not. I mean, you're good at that too. But so let me hear this from a GPP side, right? Okay, because. Um, Eric, you're not going to regionals because they don't exist. Yeah. You can buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, 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 yeah, we went to regionals in 2019. So when you see someone, we'll just use Jenna because you brought her up. I would never do that, but she did. <laughs> Brody, Brody would never call Jenna no. out on a podcast. Um, guys, we're family here. Um, Eric's confirmed this with the numbers. <laughs> but um, how does that make you feel when she says she sucks at something that she's absolutely murders and then you truly suck at it and you can't even do one of it, but she's bitching because she can't do 20 of them. What's that What's that do to you? Instant, I laugh because it's like, you just 20-foot handstand walk, and I took a step. Literally, a. <laughs> and yeah. I'm over here, like, jumping and, up and, and down. And, going, and me over here, like, I, I got vertical. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's weird because you'd think that it'd make me upset because it's like, dude, you're so much better than me. What? But in some way, it's like, you're like me. You, you yeah, think yeah. you it, suck, it, and you... You don't. And like, that's the comment I was going to make. Like when I see like high performing athletes and they get frustrated with themselves, it leads me to believe like, okay, well, they're, they're normal people too. Yeah. You know, they have bad days. There's things that they are not good at. It's just their level of suck is vastly different than my level of suck. And I'm going to show you the biggest difference that I see as a coach. You're right. You nailed on the head. They suck just as much as the GPP person. At, they, yeah. At what what they're what they suck at mm -hmm. in their in their brain, the difference is he's he it doesn't put him in a deep state of depression or that he he wants to quit CrossFit because he can't do it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't. You take a top level athlete and they literally get so frustrated mm -hmm. to the point where they want to stop doing it and they they're never going to work on this again and they get sad and depressed and upset because they can't accomplish it because to them it's the first time they had failure experience a challenge like yeah, that. Yeah. They're not being like you talked with your son, like the people who were uh, always, you know, doing well in high school program, they go to a college yep. program. Once they find adversity, they don't excel. Yeah. So when top level athlete has adversity, they just want to sit there and like, I don't want no part of this. Like I'm not good anymore. I suck at CrossFit. I'm not good as good as her. You know what? You're not as good as her or good as him. And you're basing off of one movement. Well, yeah. But then I look and I'm like, you're, you're crazy. You're stupid for thinking this because you have four other things that you're better at than this person. Mm -hmm. So your chances of success is greater because you're better at more things at more, than this yeah. person. You have one element that you suck at. They have four elements that you can do that they suck at. So that's how I look as a coach. And then Eric's not going to sit here and like lose his shit yeah. because of it. And people that are competitive do. I, but I think in the same regard, though, like I compare myself, no names included, but I have people that I try to keep Absolutely. up with. On yeah, I have things. rabbits too. Yeah. Meaning I might have them on this, they have me on that, but we're very comparable. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's be clear. If I'm comparing myself to them, they're not regional athletes either. Right. Because they're in my frame. So if, again, not naming names, Jen is comparing herself. Mm -hmm. She's looking at top athletes. Yeah. The mm -hmm. competition in which she's trying to compare herself to is a hell of a lot better. So that pool's a lot smaller. Yeah. Man. No, that's not true. These, that's not true at all because you guys are the same experience. You just said that I compare myself to others who are close to what I am. That's what she's doing. So the data is the same. Her, their, her level of failure is the same as your level of failure because you both are in the equal realms, right? Same with her. She's not going to compare herself to a GPP person, right? Different audience. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Peer group, the peer group is different. Because of how good she is, that's going to put her against like actual 
athletes, meaning even if I was that good, I'm not comparing myself to Matt Frazier except for maybe on how many donuts I could eat. But like, you don't have to compare yourself to Matt. <laughs> but that's the thing. Yeah. You're not, you're, you're, the comparison bias. Right. You're not going to compare yourself to Matt Frazier. You're going to compare, compare yourself to peers as she is. Their peers are just different. That's it. I, it's the 80% thing. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I totally get what you're saying. But, but if you could put a name to it, a famous name to it, you were within 15 pounds of uh, Tia Claire Toomey. Yeah, you're on the peer level, but she is the fittest female in the world. <laughs> and you are not, and you're that close to her. It's a little bit stressful than finding out that my brother's within five pounds of my deadlift. Like, still comparison, the exact same. There's just maybe a different factor that there's, and, that's a famous person. Yeah. And I think one thing that bro was mentioning, sometimes the way in people in which people react to their failures is a little bit different. As you get towards that smaller shot group, the reactions are a lot more of maybe anger, frustration, where for me, like, I don't know how many times when I was doing jujitsu, I'd get choked out and I just come out <laughs> and I'd laugh because I was like, I won't let that dumb shit happen again. You know? And same thing, like I'm trying to do a handstand walk and I just fall and bust my ass. I'm like, ah, oh, well, I'll, I'll figure it out someday. But whereas, you know, someone who's trying to get that 30 foot handstand walk who is, you know, can get the 25 feet and just gets uber frustrated because, you know, again, that shot group they're trying to compete with can do that, mm -hmm. that, that 60 foot handstand walk unbroken. So, you know, for me, like I get, I'm not comparing myself to that very small group of people. I'm just comparing myself to my peers who are just trying to get upside down. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast bef before, but when I first started jiu-jitsu, uh, the entire first year, we would go three to five times a week, we would train. And for an entire year, I, lo I did not submit my uh, partner one time. Mm -hmm. I lost three to five times, however many matches, uh, three to five times a week, however many matches we would roll in, yeah. right? And I did that for a year. I did not submit them one time. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Yeah. And here's the thing. Then I get someone who is comparable. Mm -hmm. I blow them out of the water. I'm going against higher athletes. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm actually performing at a higher level. level. Right. And that's sometimes and we lose yeah, sight your, of that. your risk, your, your, your rate of success is going to be a lot harder or a lot lower when you're competing with people at that quote next level. Right. And we're talking about weight advantage, strength yep. advantage, all that type of stuff. Experience, Exper skill. Experience, yeah. skill, where my, my skill is zero to one. There's is five to six years, yeah. you know, so. Unless we're in a competition, I don't, it's not like I'm like, I don't really think of one person or even three people that like, I'm not doing this, but they are. I don't really feel that way. It's like more disappointed in myself because I'm not where I want to be. It's not like to a specific person or a target. It's like. You just have these skill sets I, identified yeah, like that I'm you want to do. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not better at this for myself. It's not really like, I'm not on Katrin's level. I don't, I don't like strive for that. You know, mm -hmm. I don't get like upset, like, oh, she's doing this or whoever, or somebody that is on my level. But you get upset with those standards that you've identified yeah, like that I, you should be able to reach. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm more like comparing scores. It, I, like I said, it's different for a competition, but like in an everyday workout, if I feel like I did bad at something, it's more like mad at myself that I'm not better. It's not a specific person that I'm like looking up to, to try to beat. And the last thing that bro has written down is I think is one of his favorite topics, cherry picking, avoiding what you suck at. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I think that makes bros butt pucker more than people that can't do handstand pushups correctly to the standard. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. It's a sensitive topic for one of our listeners, Cody. Uh, Cody Wilson. Uh, but, um, 
<laughs> Shout out, Cody. The, uh, here's what makes me mad about it. I get mad about something when someone bitches about something and they choose not to do something. Think of a coworker, a coworker, you work with them and you, all you do is bitch about that coworker nonstop, literally nonstop. You cannot stop bitching about this person. Uh-huh. They talk smack. They're this, they're this, they're that, they're that. And you have a, like a hundred opportunities a day, five days a week for five years to confront them. To confront Karen. And you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> don't bitch me about what you suck at over and over again when you have the tools. When I go look at Sugar Wad and every day we have handstand pushups, you're not here. No, it, absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's. You can't, don't bitch to me about what you can fix, but you don't want to try to fix. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do well with that in life or in general. And I don't do it either. Like I'm not going to bitch and complain about something that I, that I could clearly fix. Cause I can't get mad. How can I, how can I be mad? Yeah. Why are you, you mad, can. bro? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean you absolutely can't get mad about, but that's what I not, get not mad. working on something. Yeah. 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 You can't come to me as a trainer or a, a facility owner and say, well, you know, how come I suck so bad at rope climbs? Well, let's see. We've done rope climbs six times this month. And, oh, you haven't been here. There were six times a month that you actually missed. You've been here 24 times. Okay, that's cool. Oh, but wait a minute. You weren't here for any of the rope climb days. Why is that? So I'll give you guys a little insight. No, only people know about this is our trainer group, and that's it. So at one point, I thought we had... oh er- Eric's, we had, Eric's looking a little nervous. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, had, a, we had a group of uh, people in our gym that notorious, notoriously... Let's say it's a Wednesday. That vein's popping out in bro's forehead right Tuesday, now. Monday, Tuesday, classes were uh, 8 to 12, okay? Wednesday, it's 2. <laughs> is, is Wednesday Th- like... Thursday, Friday, 8 to 12 again. Is Wednesday I, running day or something? Wednesday's rope climb day. Oh, really? And uh, I like rope we climbs. always joked. Is it such a running joke? It's like, do I even need to show up to train this class? That's how big the joke was. Like, <laughs> is anybody even going to show up? And sometimes it'd be one person. Uh-huh. And uh, I got so aggravated and pissed at this that I literally programmed the entire week with rope climbs every single day of the weekend. <laughs> I said, if these mother effers are going to skip, they're not working on it for an entire week. I had it all planned out. I literally did. I was, I tried my best. I tried my best to have it uh, where... You literally don't get destroyed yeah. from doing rope climbs every single day of the week. And I could not, which come would up. be rough. Yeah. Yes. I couldn't come up with a safe way to do it, but if I've got it on the back burner, I will make <laughs> it happen. I literally showed it to the trainer group and they are all laughing. Like, they were like, bro, you can't do that. No, they, they didn't say that. <laughs> they were laughing because they knew that I would pull the trigger yeah. on it, but I could not figure out a way a to do it. A safe way to do that. Yeah. yeah. Where you're not going to blow your arms That's apart. Fun. I really like rope climbs. I've never, but think about it. You're tall as shit. You're half the rope. Right. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's one of the things I'm, I'm okay at because I can, you know, I jump and I get two pulls. pulls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I just take an approach like I used to with volleyball. So like, you know, that skill transfer and like, boom, you know, one, two, I'm not, I'm at the top, but then someone like Levana, who's like a good foot shorter than me. That's a long day. Foot. More like five foot. (laughs) But, but that's my point is, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. So I literally had that planned out. This has been about a year and a half ago year ago and uh never pushed it through because i can't get a safe way to do it <laughs> so even i have limits yeah well that was very responsible of you to not kill your community like, yeah, even though you wanted to murder them i was <laughs> my finger was on the button mo i felt like you're about to hit send what was that movie about jfk the uh oh the uh, cuban missile crisis 14 days yeah my, yeah my finger was on the button baby that last second phone call <laughs> saved him where everybody else has been fine with it, but one Just class a handful of people. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? Guess what? You're not training a whole week then if you're not going to come in. 
I heard someone uh, have a similar comment about, I don't remember what I was listening to or watching, but they were saying there was one particular element that his gym didn't like. So what he did intentionally was he posted one program, but the program that they had that day was those things that this, his community didn't like. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've been so close to doing that too. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny, you get on those, you know, my favorite place, the second favorite place, the affiliate forums, and uh, you, people talk so much smack about it. If I, if I put that story on the affiliate forums, they would just trash me. Like, I'm <laughs> the biggest, who cares? It's not a big deal. Let them skip. They paid whatever they want to do. So to me, that's someone who, who like, enjoys and appreciates the science of programming. To me, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, it is, man. It's, yeah. But someone else are like, they pay their money. We don't really care. Get them in, get them out. They don't yeah. want to show up or they don't want to do the full standard movement. Who cares? It's a, let's have fun. Screw off. Like, that's so stupid. No, no, y'all gonna pay. Y'all gonna learn today. (laughs) (laughs) You're coming rope or you're not working out for a whole week. (laughs) So, yeah, again, work on what you suck at. Yeah, you're not gonna get any better by avoiding things. You know, definitely don't cherry pick. That's not something that's good for you um, because if you're cherry picking the gym, you're probably cherry picking other parts of your life. And let me tell you this. The longer you put it off, CrossFit has the, the, the sickest like the sickest way of putting that movement in the most inopportune time of yeah. your CrossFit, Life. whatever yeah. it will, it will pop up. You're going to be at a competition. You're going to be 10 points in the lead it coming w- down to the final workout. It will. It and eventually you're going to have rope climbs, ring muscle ups and you know, heavy box step ups. It will. <laughs> I promise you it will ha- actually happen to the girls where the, they were, they finished second in all three events, go to finals. There it was double points and the team that had won, all the events that day, their girls could not rope climb and they could not overhead dumbbell lunge and they won all the other events. And these obviously, yeah. that's man, something that's, you guys do on a routine, but I don't know how many times I've walked in here. Dude, so you guys, yeah, they, they could brush some sort of dumbbell. They lunge. could brush their teeth. They could have done double <laughs> like while they're doing this, but that's what I'm saying. Like they got exposed. They yeah. did practice it. They were in the lead. Yeah. Ever since they've thrown dumbbells into the open, I've seen you guys do dumbbell work. Probably almost every day I walk in. Here. One of the girls up there, she was so pissed. She was pouting like a mother. She couldn't believe it. It just, and I was like, that's, that's how CrossFit I works. Rope cl- I mean, rope climbs, that's such an, going even back to old school, that's such a fundamental CrossFit And they were thing. short, they were short ropes. Yeah. So it's like, like 10 footers. They were hard though, because they were like nylon, I think, or something. They're they so much harder than ours, but still. <laughs> Right. Like you can still do one, and that but it was the lunges too. Yeah. It's just they, but they, you could tell they didn't do yeah. single leg anything isolated, any type of overhead lunge. And it was only a thirty five pound dumbbell. Like they were significantly slower and just not good at it. She dropped the mm-hmm. dumbbell like multiple times on her lunge on the way back. And we it was only broke. yeah, it was I think it was only thirty or fifty feet, which yeah. is fifty feet. So it was like unbroken down, broke arms, unbroken back mm-hmm. for all three females. But that's not, that's what I'm saying, like. It can, it's going to happen to you. It's happened to me. It's happened to Jenna at the yeah. Arnold. It happened to another company. Like, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah, eventually you're going to get exposed. CrossFit will get it. To, will give yeah. it to you. No matter how long you do CrossFit, CrossFit will always well, give yeah. it to you. Yep. Yes, That's it one will. thing you can expect. <laughs> so Eric, thanks again for hanging out with us, brother. And Lavana. Yeah. Lavana, thanks for yeah. rattling off, making your cell phone go off in the middle of our show. Making Opening Steph's job that much worse. Yeah. But that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Owen. I'm out. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep podcast. 
You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. And Levon is fired. <laughs> Are you shitting me? That's about as. Look at her face. She just got like in trouble. That's like when Jenna sat down on the beanbag right there. <laughs> let's let's derail back to making fun of Jenna. <laughs> okay. Trying to get Mo out of here. He turns Ready? into a pumpkin. Got your patrons? Oh. Of course not. One fucking thing. The one fucking thing, Mo. <laughs> the holy thing shit. responsible for. Like, my God. You Jenna, did you bring this- the cupcakes? It only takes a did second. you bring the cupcakes, Jenna?